so many people, I think, when they the big mistake people make is when you start to get stressed out, you feel overwhelmed with bills and stuff, you wallow in the in the misery of that instead of sometimes you just gotta you gotta think outside the box and think, okay, here's my main source of income. What's what's my side hustle? What's the second side hustle? What's the third side hustle? You gotta get those going. Welcome back to another episode of Impactpreneurs, and we're here with our guest again, John Orlando. Starting to make a habit out of this. With Action Junkies. I like dun, it. Dun, dun. And Sean Alexander. I think John just likes being with us. I do. I do. And our guest <laughs> I like being wanted. Yeah. 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 What'd you say? I just like being wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to want being wanted. Yeah, you know. So we, we we have an interesting show. We're gonna we're gonna do a freestyle format with a studio audience. Yeah, we have a, we have a, a famous. Uh, she's already over it. <laughs> of course, she's in the back. We can't say her name because we might have the paparazzi here. Right. Anyways, uh, Sean, you had some great ideas for today's show. You, we just talked about. I think we just talked about money, and I think definitely we should talk about money because right now the whole world is is changing, and. I know you guys will agree. I know you definitely will. I think you will too. Um, right now, with the way the pace of life is going on a financial status, um, the middle class is going to be is going to get obliterated. Like yeah. you're either going to fall to the lower class, or you get it, or you're going to move move up. And right now, there is no um, there is no time to slow down right now because. I was just having this conversation with somebody like the only way you're going to outpace the way things are going with inflation right now is the only answer is you got to get rich and you got to get rich fast and you got to build your wealth and there is no other fucking way around it. Yeah. Um, you're fucked if you're done. The, the, the way the taxes are going up and inflation and cost of foods and cost of living is skyrocketing. I think people are undermining um, how high that it might actually climb up to. Mm-hmm. And really the only answer, the true, the only resolve to beating inflation is get rich. Yeah. Which means play offense. Yeah. You right? have to play offense. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a good, that's a good response. Yeah. You got to play offense. So many people, uh, you know, when they get stressed out about bills and stuff, I mean, get it. We, we all, and we all live a certain way We live according to your means, right? So as you level up uh, financially with your career, you level up in your personal life and toys and cars and houses and right. And so it's all relative, you know, like we all have, have obligations every month. Um, no matter what, you know, whether you're Warren Buffett or whether you're, you know, a guy working at McDonald's, you all have, they might be different, but they kind of are all relative, right. Based on your income. And so many people, I think when they, the big mistake people make is when you start to get stressed out, you feel overwhelmed with bills and stuff, you wallow in the, in the misery of that instead of sometimes you just gotta, you gotta think outside the box and think, okay, here's my main source of income. What's, what's my side hustle? What's the second side hustle? What's the third side hustle? You gotta get those going. You, go ahead. Well, so it's interesting that you brought that up because about a few months ago, this lady had reached out to me about possibly like helping coaching her in her business because she's got a job right now. She wants to get her side hustle going. Um, and she's got two or three kids 
And she's like, I don't understand how people build their, their side hustle. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, she's like, especially for people that are like, whether they're married or single moms, you got a couple kids, like my schedule, like I got, I got my job um, from eight to four, nine to five, whatever it was. I got to get up early to get the kids ready and then to pick them up, make sure they're done with their homework and then dinner. And then by the time everyone's done and ready to go to sleep, there's no time for me to get, do my side hustle. And I'm like, well, is that the same schedule you have on the weekends? And she's like, no. And I was like, well, why don't you dip about two or three hours into your time on each Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. to to put in your side hustle? She's like, well, Sundays are family days. And so I'm like, there's no room for that right now. You have to understand that just because you're a mom right now and you want to have the luxury of being a wife, being a mom, um, you have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to, then you're, there's no point of view in you talking about a side hustle, which in, right. the, which in the long run means you're not going to make more money. And I'm like, and what about your day? What about your, how many hours a day do you sleep? She's like, eight hours. And I was like, well, let's sacrifice some of that too. She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I wake up at two in the morning. Don't do that, but get up at four. Yeah. I'm like, wake up two hours earlier than you would to get the kids ready so that you can actually put work into the project yeah. and then stay up an extra hour at night before when everybody else is done. That yeah. way you have an extra three hours a day, 15 hours Monday through Friday, and the next two to four hours additional each Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And like now you have 20 hours, then you have actually part-time hours to put in such like, no. I was like, I was but, like, okay then. I was but, like, I don't understand. But, <laughs> I, I was speechless for a second, and I'm like, I don't understand why. And she's like, I'm not gonna. There's no way I'm gonna wake up at the crack of dawn before. It's, and I'm like, hold on a second. You just asked me. You're coming to me for advice. You asked me on how to improve the quality of your life, especially on a financial level. You want to improve your business. You want to get out of your job because you told me you hate it, and you're asking me how the fuck do I get out of this position. And when I'm giving you a real solution, something that I've actually done myself personally mm-hmm. and many people that I've taught, you're telling me you're not willing to sleep six hours instead of eight hours and stay up one hour extra so that you can actually make more money and then in the long run, you're actually going to be able to spend more time with your family? And she's like, there's no way I'm willing to do that. And I was like, well, then you were talking to the wrong person and you definitely don't. You definitely belong staying as an employee. And that's that. Yeah. And, and not to contradict what Sean said, I'm on the same page. We all have 24 hours a day, seven mm-hmm. days a week. Now, some people function better at night. I'm a night guy, so I, have, I, can, I work at hours that people are sleeping. But Sean's philosophy is correct as well. The point, and I, I think Sean will agree with me, is we all have 24 hours. Right. Whatever works, if, if, right. if Sean's giving her a solution that she doesn't want to take, and, and, if, and if she doesn't take any solution within that 24-hour period, that's her fault. But here's my other point that I'm, I want to bring up. I like to put myself in an uncomfortable situation. So I just bought these two real expensive cars. I'm the same way, man. And you know what it does? It's like, it oh, forces you. it forces you to go to the next level. Yep. Because, I, and I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable or I'm uh, complacent, but if a lot of these individuals, they're feeling the pressure, Sean, I believe right now because of the inflation. And I'm like, oh, we have an inflation. Oh, let me go spend money on two cars. I, I yeah. the, or the payments. Whoop. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, I got to step up. Yeah. It put me in a situation to elevate my game. I have to put myself in harm's way. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's and weird. I wish I wasn't like that. Like I wish I was more like him. Um, you know, where he he can get up. Can I get, need to put myself yeah. like behind the eight ball to then. Yes. And so, so what I did yeah. is 2020 was my best year. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, 2021 was my best year. Is. Time's flying. Is. Yeah. It's almost over, but 2021. And I said, oh, this is great. But we all know saving is not the solution. 
Investing is. Investing into assets. I bought negative assets to put me to the next level, to force me behind the eight ball going, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. And then, this is the best part, and it happens every year. I knew it was coming. Uh, My contract's ended with two of my biggest clients. Uh I got one invoice that just came in the mail today, and I'm going, uh, cricket, cricket, right? And now it's dead time. I call it dead time for business positive time for me to change my business model and grow my business and you know get all my frameworks in place my um change my business plan improve my business plan in december not go oh i got two weeks off i can chill so i'm revamping everything in my business to get ready for january so when january comes here you go here i go and now i've got oh i can't do 10 percent anymore mr client i gotta go 15 and 20 percent well we we don't that's expensive why have other clients to pay that well, you did 10% with us for three years. It's a cost of doing business. And so I have to put myself in the new level, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean's 100% right. He gave her a solution. Yeah. And she sat there and fought him on it. Yeah. She's comfortable. Yeah. She said she's not comfortable, but she, she's not on the street. No, no, she's definitely right. comfortable. Um, I mean, it, like when we talked about money, she, she told me she's paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, I don't know how that's not dis- uncomfortable enough for you to want to make a change. And when, I was like, I was like, look. I sleep four hours a night, and I was like, and sometimes like people think I brag about that, but the thing is, like, the reality of it is, like, my whole life changed when I decided to stop sleeping. I mean, fuck, I don't like, I mean, especially when people talk about eight hours of sleep, like, you don't need to sleep a fucking third of your day away. I mean, really, like, that's a long time. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of wasted time. Um, There's no efficiency in that. And really, like, what's the benefit to it? Like, if you haven't made it, then the the idea of even wanting to sleep shouldn't even exist, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I like a, a few weeks ago, <clears throat> we were you were talking. I don't remember if it was on the show or off camera, but you mentioned you know you you grab you put your like, breakfast together, whatever, and then you you eat it in the car. Yeah, and like just that little thing probably saves twenty minutes. Yeah, right. So then I'll do that seven days a week. All of a sudden, you got. Time in the bank. You got two, three hours. Right. You know, and it's like just that one little change, it says a lot, you know, of what when people say, oh, I don't have time. I can't do this. Like, there's always time. You don't realize how much time, even, you're probably the exception, but for most people that even do like get after it, they still have a lot of time. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't realize how much time we actually waste. Right. Until the thing is like, until you make a real, like true conscious decision that I want to get, I want to become a peak performer. I want to get to a high level of performance in my life, in my business, in my relationship. Then I have to be willing to make compromises to the things that make me comfortable. And if that means time and sleep, then I'm willing to give both of those up in order to put myself ahead. And for the most part, that's usually the only answer Mm -hmm. to get to a peak performing level. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I made that decision, that's when I started to realize like, holy crap, I really did used to waste a lot of time. Yeah. And why, when I say like, yeah, if you can capitalize every minute of your day, um, for a whole 24 hours, including four to six hours of sleep, you'd be surprised that in a year you're actually getting two years worth of work done, if not three. Right. And, and, and the, the jobber mindset versus the business owner. Uh, I saw on LinkedIn today, I, I posted some stuff and responded. People were like, oh, and it's, and, it, and it's coming a lot from women. And they're like, I don't understand why I can't recruit these people that don't want to go in the office. He said they're quitting their company because the company wants to bring them back in the office. They want to stay remote. And nobody wants to work hybrid. What's going on? I love being around people. I love socializing. Time back. A lot of business owners have more time 
because they write their own schedule, mm-hmm. right? So the amount of time his client is taking to get ready, to put the suit on, spend money, eat out to lunch, commute, all that time, if she would focus on Sean's plan and then stay and run her business, she's going to actually create a window of more time. Right. So that time that she's spending doing the commuting, dealing with work, the wasteless time and too many meetings and, hey, let's go to lunch and spend an hour and a half instead of one hour buying lunch, she's going to get that time back, which is a couple a couple hours a day towards herself, and then she can have more time for her family. I, I mean, it, it's plain and simple, but it's a mindset of a business owner versus a jobber. Mm-hmm. And I responded. I said, you want a social life? That's where you get your people skill. You get your, you get your interaction with people, right. right? You don't have to go into an office. Find something to do outside of work. And she clearly online, this lady mentioned, oh, you know, this is where I like to engage with people and network. And I said, get a social life. Go to the gym. Right. Find something to do. Go to a, a show. Do something. But, but you're spending all this time in the office. Nobody right now, nobody. I'm looking at clients, and they're coming to me going, Daverick, hey, we got this opportunity. Some of them are big companies, some are small. You've heard mm-hmm. of them. I look at them, and I, I have a checklist. And I say, the positions you're hiring for, are they all on site? No, they're all remote. Okay, I'm interested. But I had a client that's doing stuff in space, very well known. And they're in California. <clears throat> and they said, yeah, we want to talk to you about opportunity. I went to their job board on their site. And it's on site, on site, on site. And I responded. I wrote an email to the CEO and founder. I said, I remember this. This is not going to work. You're going to have a hard time. And I said, your time to fill rate is going to kill me. And I'm going to look bad performing because you want people to come in the office when everybody else says you don't have to. Mm -hmm. That's the number one reason why people aren't going back to their job right now, because they can work remote. It's not, maybe you don't like it. I get it. Maybe you're not in the service industry. If you're in the service industry, you have to be there. But this is the way it is going to be. Yeah. And it's not that if you have an office, some people won't go in, but you have to give people the option. Right. Right. Are you with me? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be like that, I think, now forever, yeah. right? Well, here's the thing, too. Um, the part that, the part where, like, this uh, client of mine, she's still, she's just, in general, she's just not ready to level up as an individual. And here's the part that people, first of all, this never gets spoken about. I don't even hear it anywhere. But entrepreneurship and business ownership is a giant personal development program with a massive compensation plan attached to it mm. that's all paid off of your performance. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. So if you can go into it with that mentality and it's like, wow, like if that's my, if that's, if that's the benefactor right. of I'm going to grow and evolve and based on my performance, I get paid. And there's no ceiling. There's no ceiling. Right. Why the fuck would you not want to jump into that? Right. Yeah. But I think some of those individuals, I know this terminology has changed. It's called solopreneur, right? Mm. That like like, I, I run my own business. Self-employed. Self-employed. I'm mm-hmm. a solopreneur. I don't have employees, but I'm an individual performer. Now, can you function in a team environment, right? Mm-hmm. It so, is different. Right? So tennis versus football or tennis versus basketball yeah. or baseball yeah. or bowling, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah. individual. Right. And so, it, Sean, and talking about what Sean was saying, this individual, I don't, there's some people that don't feel comfortable being a solopreneur, but if you were to say, hey, you've got some good attributes and skill set, why don't I bring you on as a business partner and we run this business together? Because right. some people can't fly alone. I believe they can, but they believe they can't. Right. They never have. Yeah. Right? They, they, they want the training wheels on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we talked about what the, the, the difference between entrepreneurs and being self-employed, right? But this new term solopreneur, it's like, yeah, it makes more sense because yeah. it's just me, myself, and I. 
Now, sometimes I'll have a contractor on payroll, but in the end of the day, if I fail, it's my fault, mm -hmm. other than the 08 recession. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's a perfect opportunity to get jobs. Every, everybody in the technology space is hiring. Yeah. Everybody. There's 358,000 recruiter jobs. Wow. Like, is why? Really? Yeah. On LinkedIn. Go on wow. LinkedIn. I posted it on my Facebook. I think you... Oh, I saw you post it, yeah. And, and, and what does that tell you? They're taking people from... They're taking... They're taking crab fishermen and making them recruiters <laughs> if you if you if you have worked on a computer and you know windows or mac or whatever and you know how to send an email and you got some decent people skills you can walk into a recruiting agency at the bottom floor make 75 to 100 grand your first year cut your teeth and eventually spin off on your own and go to a bigger company or go internal but you can get a job mm -hmm. and make six figures and get in the upper one percent there's that many jobs because technology is a necessity now. Right. It's not, I want, I want a smartphone. You have to have a smartphone. For sure. I mean, if you pulled up with an old flip phone, I don't even know if I want to talk to you, right? right? What are you unhirable. doing? <laughs> well, analog phones don't even work on the network. But yeah. now our way of life is smart cars, a smartphone, smart home, right? You probably, your new home, you probably can look at your temperature or your, your ring yeah. alarm, right? Who's on my backyard? Yeah. So I feel right now because technology is moving so fast, there's so many jobs. So all these people, like his client, can get a part-time recruiter job mm -hmm. online from home and end up turning it into a business. And, and once they have value, they're going to make high six figures. It's a good time right now in America. There's no reason why people say, I'm, I'm suffering. I can't. You're not trying. Yeah. You're not trying. Yeah. It's not an 08 recession. It's an inflation. Right. It's a good point. Right? That's a real good point. And, and, and you know, in Vegas, I gave from Seattle cor more corporate right? I've never seen so many people have side hustles in my life. Yeah. Whether they're legit, legally or not, I come to Vegas, everybody here's got multiple revenue streams. Yeah. Whether you're making $200 a month on the side or two grand or 20 grand, I mean, you got multiple revenue streams. Sean has, I have multiple revenue streams. Yeah. It empowered me and impacted me and got me excited about being here because yeah. people, everybody, oh yeah, that's my other, you know. That's my other business, my other I'm a business owner, but they have all these revenues coming yeah. in. Or I, I valet, or I sell cell phones, or I'm a, a trainer, or I'm, I help people start businesses, whatever it is. Yeah. And people give up too easy with the side hustles, too. When like, they start something and it doesn't go it's the way they plan, you know, like, I mean, we've probably all started stuff that didn't work. Right, and then you just you either pivot and figure out how to make it work, or you realize, eh, maybe this one's just, this it. one's no good. This one's not for me. Yeah, start something else. I, mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've done that. I, I mean, mean I, I was at the barber shop today, and the guy the guy has PS fives. Nobody can get them. He's got three, and I said, "How much?" He goes, 700 It's like I could buy all those and sell them for eight hundred bucks a piece. It's like, wait, why? Why, why would I do that? Right? right. Like, I don't need the three hundred, but it's but like the rush. Like, the, the rush. rush. Like, yeah. So you got three? I'm like, I'm running <laughs> in my car, and I'm like, and I go home and I tell, tell, tell my girlfriend, should I buy them? So why am I gonna buy them? You just spend all this time selling for a hundred dollar profit? I was right. like, yeah, that's good money. Yeah, I know, but but the, 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 the old average yeah, kicked idea. in. You get caught up in the chase because we love it. And we love I'm the like, chase. It would be cool to have a PS5, and I'm like, I don't have time for that. Right. So I'll be trying to game when I need to. Well, I used to be a Call of Duty junkie, man, to the point where I, at the time, this was back in like 08, you know, we represented when Gio and I had the uh, PR firm in LA, we represented a lot of athletes. So Cole Hamels, he was a pitcher for the Phillies. He was the MVP, World Series MVP of 2008. Um, so we represented him and he loved Call of Duty. 
And so I, uh, I had a relationship with the guys that make the game and we used to produce their launch parties and stuff. So I brought Cole into their offices and stuff and they gifted him up a whole, you know, like a killer, like gaming station, like for his house, they sent him and stuff. And uh, he's like, what's your tag? And I said, oh, I can't give it to you. And he's like, why? I said, because if you saw how much I play that game, you'll fire me as your, as your publicist. <laughs> There's no way oh, you will shit. ever, we will never play that game. And I finally, I didn't hang it up. I haven't played in forever. Like, because it's, I, it's it, too it's addicting. It's addicting. You, addicting. But you're, you're, you're a winner. You want to conquer and win. Right. You're competitive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why Sean, me and you, we all know I'm, I was a battlefield guy. Yeah. And it's like, if I get in a battlefield, it's like, no, it's like an addiction. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. Did you ever get addicted to the video games? Or? Oh, yeah. For dude, sure, right? Dude, dude <laughs> drugs and video games. <laughs> and the two together. You are, you are, you are the best. At, right. Uh, the best. Like, I was, like, in Halo tournaments. Uh-huh. Like, I would, <laughs> dude, bro, me and my buddy would wake, wake up in the morning, fucking <laughs> smoke fat bong loads, uh-huh. smoke, you know, smoke a fucking blunt that's laced with cocaine, and then go into Halo and just play for, like, three, four hours and just destroy now, do you ever just take a day like no. now? You don't. Not for video games. Just a Sean day. Just a My, the, the 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 of what you're asking of is yeah. something that I do quarterly. That you've heard me talk about is like once every quarter, I'll take three to five days as a, for a recharge. Okay. And I'll just take it to whether it's me or with my partner, with my business partner. And that'll um, include sleeping in too. No, because no. I don't. I don't want to lose the routine. And that schedule is hard to shake anyway, right? It's hard to shake because even if I even if I don't, because like like this morning I woke up and I was talking about it in my in my, um, uh, in my story. I went to bed at eleven eleven ish. Mm-hmm. Set my alarm for two o'clock and I woke up at fucking one forty one. So two and a half hours I'm awake and it's and I'm overcharged, like fucking ready to go. And huh. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And so it's hard. Yeah. So number one, it's hard to shake it. But number yeah. two. You don't want to kill them, that type of routine either. It's right. very, um, it can be very detrimental because the one thing is with that type of a schedule is if you were to break it, it's very hard to get back into. I believe that. Because I, 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 I fucked it up once a long time ago. Like one to like, it was, it was in the beginning phases where I went and did a recharge. Yeah. And I slept in one night and I was like, oh my, like my brain was like frustrated and pissed off that like it just felt not productive. Yeah. And then just from that one night, the next few nights were very difficult to get back up on mm. time, like I was. So it's like I, the routine has to stay. I just don't have to be I, I, I running believe, a million miles. I believe it. I believe it. Now, what time did you go to bed last night? Uh, last night, two thirty. You're you're not on the same schedule. I'm a two thirty three guy. Yeah, which was late for me. I you, I used to be like a two to four a.m. go to bed guy and get up at like nine. Uh, now I've become, I say I go to bed at midnight, but if you asked Vanessa, she'd be like, bitch, you're asleep <laughs> on the couch nightly, 9.30, 10 at night. And then she wakes me up at midnight when she's ready to go to bed. Then we go upstairs and go to bed. Wow. Uh, and I get up at five, like with no alarm, just like clockwork every day. Between five and five thirty, I just get up. Sometimes yeah, four forty five, whatever. My daughter our I alarm get credit clock. for watching your posts, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I our alarm goes off at five for my daughter. She gets okay. my daughter up ready for school at five. And I'm like, I don't even hear it. Really? I don't know. I love being up early though. I, there's something, there's one thing that, that stimulates my mind is knowing that I'm waking up before East coast. Uh huh. That stimulates that, that, that turns me on Yeah. because like there are three, I had three hours ahead of me and He's a cheap more, date. more than, more than 75% of the East coast population. I'm already, I'm awake before them and it's only and it's five o'clock right. time. And that's, that's stimulating to me because in the game of business and in, in the, in the, 
and the respect of competitiveness, um, I know I'm ahead and I know I'm right. beating everybody. And yes, they always talk about, oh yeah, you're only competing against yourself. Now, nah, whatever. Yeah, you're competing against yourself. But at the end of the day, we talked. I think we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, is um, you the consumer is going to choose who they think is best for them. Sure. So you you are competing with with your peers at the same time. And for me, that's a, that's. That gets that gets my brain going. Yeah. Now I'm I'm getting I, I I'm on I feel Sean, but my clients are messaging me at one in the morning, two in the morning because they're in China or they're in, mm-hmm. you know, my one client has Silicon Valley businesses, but the founders are over in China. Yep. So I'm getting these messages at twelve thirty, and I'm like, who's messaging me? Yeah. And then you're responding, and then during the day you're like cricket crickets. Cricket. But yeah. then I'm ahead too, and he's ahead. Yeah. We both have different cycles. Yeah. But the, at the end of the day, I'm trying to get ahead of what I can for my client and myself. But then there's some times where it's like, okay, I'm on the wet now. Now I'm on the West coast, Palo Alto, Silicon Valley. Right. Mm-hmm. And some of the founders are in China. So I'm getting these messages at 1231, 32 AM and yep. I'm responding and then I'm going to bed and then I get up at nine and I'm sitting there and my email is not moving. Yeah. At about three thirty, four, four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon, when I'm going to the gym, ding, 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 yep. ding. Yep. You know, same for me. So I, I had Ukraine alter- and China. It's the same, same. Oh, you're shit. in Ukraine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. But Sean's on point, though. I mean, the big money's in New York, mm-hmm. right? Wall Street. Yep. Right, and they get up early. Yep. They get up early for them. Right. And so, four a.m. here, he's on their time there. Yeah, I'm on their time. Right, so he's on the right time frame, you know. Yeah, but uh, so like I'm awake before them, and I go to sleep after them, and that's well. They're they're going to work at seven in New York AM. You're four AM here, right? No, 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 they're not. No, 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 no. They're 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 going to work at six. They got to be ready for the stock okay, market. Okay, so you're, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Stock market right. Open. So you're up after they've already been to work. No, no, I'm a, I'm awake before they wake up. I wake up at two. That's five. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. They have to be up at by six at right, the latest right, to be yeah. ready for the stock market by six thirty. So that's that's the mind frame. Some of, of them are in the gym when you're waking up. Some of them, yes. Right. So the yeah. four amers of East Coast right. that would mean yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, Correct. that's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the difference maker, really. So, is there anything new happening with business with you guys lately in the last week since we talked? Any new changes or developments? For me, it's slow between now and like January 5th. It slows down a lot with entertainment stuff, with sponsors for podcasts that's, that's, and that's stuff the whole, like that. That's the money yeah. game period. Any, any, anything that has to do with like extreme wealth and money that, that moves around yeah. um, is gone. The last, the last two to three weeks of the year, they're, they're gone. Those, those, yep. those wealth heads are gone. They're like chilling with their families yep. they're not answering their phones there's no point of trying to look for investors right they're completely off the right. grid um, and don't want to be bothered until yeah. like you said the first week after yeah. january and i use the time like you said earlier i'm working on a business plan for something else i want to start up and some things i want to do oh, here and stuff like that i use that for uh, <laughs> secret, secret <sauce>. squirrel huh <laughs> he's so sick i love it <laughs> I, I, no. I, I just know this guy so much it's almost like he's a he's got we're brothers from a different mother it's scary I'm looking at myself going, I know this dude's up to something. I can smell it. (laughs) Definitely it's a good time for poker, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been playing a lot. But um, that's awesome, man. And so now that that the inflation is at an all-time high and everybody's (laughs) doing their shifts and working on a secret squirrel business plan, (laughs) I'm going to get it out of you. Yeah, I'll tell you. Sean, now now, can we talk about your deal? Because you've been hiding this forever. Almost. 
Damn. But, Dude. But, but, but what I can say is we're we're um, you've been flying. You were in Colorado. You're flying to Texas. You're working oh, on a deal. I'm what about, can you I'm say? About, I'm about to purchase a two million dollar commercial property for it um, in Colorado. Uh, in the next couple of weeks. Okay, well, okay. I can I have a question? Yeah. You both posted about it. What's with the red Ferrari? That was a that was a that was a video pertaining to his Aspen effect. Okay, so I thought he was getting a Ferrari. You know how many people asked me like, "Did you get a new whip?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Because no. your posts were so cryptic. You were like, oh, he says that's why we go to Aspen right now or because whatever. Because Sean, Sean said Aspen. And what's interesting, <laughs> I just saw this somewhere. I was watching a movie, and somebody said that, and I was thinking of Sean. Aspen is is the secret sauce, right? Okay. So you know you've arrived. Like, you know, I used to say this as a joke. People have a BMW, right? I said, the ultimate driving machine. I said, then you know, a Mercedes, you have arrived. But mm -hmm. the, the, that's a joke. But the joke is, and it's real, is when you go to Aspen and you go in the secret rooms, when I say secret rooms, like these meeting rooms. There's clubs. These There's like secret, like society, like high, high profile. Billionaires. Mm. They, they dictate and run the world, right? No matter what. If Elon Musk says jump, they jump, right? Mm -hmm. So Sean's like, you got to go to Aspen. And I'm like, hey, cold weather. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking from a business perspective. I just don't like cold weather. Right. I don't want to see right snow. I don't want to ski. I don't want nothing to do with snow. Right. He's like, dabber, 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 bro. You're missing the point. I'm like, what? I mean, I don't talk like that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Bro, were you fucking stupid? <laughs> that, yes. He's like, I don't talk like that. <laughs> and he, I go, what? I don't want to go to fucking Aspen. He goes, dude, brother. And he explained it to me. I was like, oh, I want to go. Right. It's a secret sauce. And so he walked into a room. He was, you have to be invited. And when I say it's not some dungeon or weird thing, it's, yeah, yeah, a, I gotcha. it's a bunch of men in conference rooms and women that, that run the world, not the government. These mm -hmm. are the people that have, that can buy they the get government. The money. Right. These, yeah. guys, these guys are sitting in like, in, in these underground clubs, not nothing illegal, but underground clubs where like you'll you'll walk into like a lounge type scenery, um, but it's dark though, so you can't really see clear visual of, of people's faces. At a t and there'll be like tables maybe this big, some half the size, um, four or five people at a table, two people at a table, but the conversations are ten hundred like multi multi like nine figure number deals that these guys are talking about, um, and it's like. I was like, holy shit! This this is where these deals go down. Mm -hmm. and because of um, it, and, and and the thing is, like, it's not like they're secret because there's multiple conversations amongst people who don't know each other in the same room that are having these conversations because they know, like, hey, if I hear over here anything, it's a secret, and if I hear anything over here, it's a secret. But you just, it's just like, like I said, it's like a secret society. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, um, Aspen controls anything and anyone that wants to come into that town so like they ran out they've ran out fast food chains there's no fast foods in there mm. um they ran them out when they tried to um any kind of they try to keep everything in there um 99 um uh what's it called non-corporate okay so it's got to be it's got to be yep. family family owned of, yep. of some sort and um, I've never been. I've never been asked. It's it's beautiful. You're, you're it's, about to go. It's yeah. beautiful. It's nice. But at the same time, like I'm if in. you actually go with the mentality of like paying attention to the energy of what the fuck's going on in there, right? Um, it's different. And like, and I was telling him, there's the the shittiest like piece of crap house that's like, two thousand square feet is nothing less than a million dollars, right? Um, and that alone says something. Um, and to if you decide to try to move in there, they kind of try. They'll try to control. Like depending on where your level of wealth is, they'll dictate whether you get to stay yeah. or not. Mm -hmm. And he got invited because his mentor went, who's connected to a lot of these individuals. Yeah. And they invited him, and he said, "This is Sean. He's coming with me." Right. So, mm -hmm. 
I, oh, I saw it in uh, uh, The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. You know, the, the stockbroker guy. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to be an Aspen chasing so-and-so, right. talking to him with Christmas, having a, a peppermint schnapps, trying to close the deal. Yeah, right. these aren't, those, don't, those aren't coincidence. Those aren't made up. Those are real-life right. things that are taking place right. on a daily basis, and especially right now. So here's the thing. Where money is hiding and people, wealthy people go away, they're an Aspen, right actually. Now. Mm -hmm. Right now, money deals are happening, but not where we would have access to. But, it's but, happening in Aspen. Right, but it's like, Frank, come over to our chalet, our 4,000-square-foot mm -hmm. chalet. Let's hang out and you know sing Jingle Bells, have some peppermint schnapps and some you know whatever, and then the wife can talk. And let's talk about this $5 billion deal. Mm -hmm. And it's casual. Right. Oh, yeah. But, you know, five billion of them is like all our money, right? right. Like a hundred right. million or whatever it is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's, that's a goal. So it's the Aspen effect, right? And now it's the time, right? So our business plans, I know Sean's always working on something. I can smell it, right? I just look at his eyes and he's always being secret squirrel, just like John. But this deal, <laughs> so you got to, so let's go back to this. How many square foot is this facility? Oh, a little over 10,000 square feet. You have a 10,000 square foot uh, facility, how much with two million? It's that well. There's there's two properties, but one is ten thousand square feet. The other one is. And where are they located? In Colorado. In Colorado. Okay. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. It was a he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like punch a, you. Yeah. So tell me about these facilities. <laughs> he's like, I'll take other topics for four hundred, please. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like soon. That is actually we're 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 hoping, white? we're hoping that I can actually start talking about it openly. Um, Literally, like right when the new year hits, or just a little bit after, as soon as just these final little fucking things get done, this uh, dealing with the SEC is a pain in the ass. Yeah, and it slows down the process. They work, they work at their pace, but also in their defense, um, because of COVID and all the shit that happened, a lot of things for companies that went public or that are public was so was so backed up um, that one of the conversations that I got off with them like four like a few months ago, they're like, Sean, mm -hmm. we are at least two, three months backed up wow. every single day. Um, and I was like, how'd you guys get, I was like, I guess understaffed. Like, it's not, we're not understaffed, it's that because we couldn't do anything during the whole um, COVID quarantine process. That, there was more applications then coming in than ever before. And the thing is that people are starting to figure out that the real way to build a significant amount of wealth is by being public. Mm -hmm. Because let's say Sticky Paw Studios was uh, as a private company and you want to take a public. Well, let's say you decide to turn a public and you want to have 200 million shares and you divide some amongst your, your main staff yep. and then the rest people can invest into and buy shares, buy stocks, right? Well, no matter how much money Sticky Paws makes, the value of your shares is probably more than likely going to outweigh and be worth more totally. than the actual revenue um, that Sticky Paws brings in. So for example, we'll use the most common ones. If you look at Tesla and Elon Musk, for example, Elon Musk has 220 million shares in Tesla. Tesla revenues, it was either 60 or 80 million a year. But they're not profitable, right? Regardless, put that aside for a second. Right. They just revenue somewhere between 60 to 80 million a year. Mm -hmm. But his shares have him worth over a billion dollars, basically, right? right? So that's, that's the power of being a public company is your shares will always outweigh. You don't even have to worry about how profitable you are to the degree. As long as people find the value, they want to buy in, they believe mm -hmm. in the product. They're buying the dream. They're buying the dream. Right. You're still going to be worth a lot of money just because of the shares that you hold within your company. Right. And that's and and, and that's yeah. where there's so many applications that start to go and like go public, go public, right. go public. 
you just have to find the right people yeah. that can take you there. And he just he just made a man of the year on Time Magazine. I saw that. Elon Musk. It's amazing. Yeah. That's that's Sean's right on point. The only the only con to that is you lose control of your company. But you don't. Not if it's set up right. Well, it's different though. You, 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 you have to you operate differently. Well, you might have control, but it's you, you don't lose control. You 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 don't you lose ownership. Right. But you don't lose control. But it's a board decision unless you're the chairman. No, but no, you no. can control the board. No, no, it's because there's because there's something called voting rights. So you right. alone as the head president CEO if you set it up correctly, you could you could have majority there could be 10 of us in a room and your mm -hmm. one vote could outweigh all of ours. Right. Based on how it's set but up. But you just have to operate differently, meaning you don't have that um, autonomy that you would have had when you were privately held. Like you, you could go do whatever you want to do. You don't really have anything, anyone to explain to. Correct. The only difference is there are certain when you're once you're public, there are certain legal boundaries with what you can and cannot say, when you can say it, and right. within time, right. time frame. So, right. like for example, Inst even like social media posts and stuff, you so have to be example, very careful. So, for example, me talking about what I just said, like I can't say anything more because that would be because it could turn into insider trading. So right. Like, okay. When you can start sharing information as a public company before it actually happens. The only time you can do that is if you made like a public press release. Correct. Then I can publicly announce it afterwards. Right. Oh, I got it. Right. So since you can't talk about it, John, this new project. Yeah. <laughs> it's an NFT. Deal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it the same one that you would just? That no. You just got, like, so it's a new one. Different one. Is it a yeah. company? Yeah. Does it sound like spelt? No, just kidding. It's a startup. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a startup. Is it, is it going to be based here? Yeah. Can, awesome. we, can we build like some NFTs that are worth like $10 million? For sure. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Let, let's do a Sean NFT. Can, can we get? Can yeah, we get a? Can we get a Puma Cat NFT in a hundred percent? Yes. There you go. I like it. I like it. Of course we let's can. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm in. When's it? When's it launching? What's the ETA? Uh, I don't know. I got to go do a raise. So, yeah, like okay. a friends and family raise, and then oh, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. We got to tackle that <laughs> Netflix thing too. We were talking about for sure. The what? Yeah. Uh, I missed that. Yeah. You didn't yeah. miss it. We talked. We talked about it. His what? life is interesting, so oh, we need to document. A real, oh, a, a, yeah, a real Netflix documentary. Yeah. Not that your life's not interesting. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I just no, 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 no. I just posted. Why do people feel obligated to, have to say that? <laughs> I don't know. It was an uncomfortable <laughs> silence for a minute. No, I was thinking. About, <laughs> I was know? thinking about a He's Netflix. He's a war vet. I just can make sure I'm on good. good <laughs> so, so you're so so we can talk about you raising money for this NFT. Yeah. When's the when's you, when are you gonna do with family and friends? Uh, we're working on the finishing the business. I'll have a draft of the business plan this weekend. I've got someone else doing it because I suck at that. Nice. Uh, oh. We're probably gonna have to do a couple iterations of that. Okay. So I'm hoping by first week of January we're ready to rock and go try to raise nice. some dough. Nice. Yeah, like you said, he can't even he can't even go after money until the New Year when the when the wealth comes back. Right. Yeah. Because they're gone. Well, let me know. I'll 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 put some posts out for you too because right. a lot of people that follow me want to invest in yeah. that stuff. And it's Sean's such a hot space, you know. <clears throat> I, and, and it's and it's I feel like an infant at that level because yeah. I'm still not really grasping. How these dudes are making ten million dollars for a, a NFT? It's crazy, it's, right? It's insane. Do you hear about how Justin Bieber just performed in in Metaverse in the Metaverse? No. <laughs> no, dude, he just did a concert in the Meta World. It's so crazy. I was like, what the? F I mean, literally, like it's his character, and you see people like jumping up and down in the Meta World, and. Like he's standing on top of a car and is driving down the middle of the street and he's singing it's whatever him song. digitally. Yeah, though, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and so where where are they going to view that? Do you know? Like where where it, are they you, seeing you, that? You, it's in a Decentraland. There's a, okay. you can go into Decentraland or whatever platform in the metaverse and watch it. 
Um, and I was talking to a guy who, who just, she's creating this world. She just sent me a message on LinkedIn. And she's looking for advisors. And this guy's trying to set up a meeting with her. And I'm like, okay, I'll talk to her. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just, a, it's, it's, I'm still, I get it, mm-hmm. but I'm still trying to grasp it. Does that make sense? It's yeah, like, sure. I can't, these people are selling, uh, what's the cheapest piece of land is 4,000 Ethereum, which is <laughs> eight, eight grand. Eight? No, more than that. What is that? No. 4,000. 4,000 times 4,000. Based on, oh, right. Yeah. Well, Ethereum's about four grand right now, right? Yeah. So, oh. you're, you're, so, so, so eight, eight, yeah. So, whatever it is, right? They're selling it. And I'm going, man, people are spending eight grand for a piece of land. No, you know, bro. More than that. No, like bro. It's 60 million. It's like in the millions. It's going up. It's, it's six figures and seven figures for the. Okay, land. I must have got something right, wrong, yeah. but it was. I think the cheapest land was eight thousand U.S. dollars. Right? Okay, and yeah. it was just a block. That must be for yeah. a block. But if you want actual land, like a full like yeah. plot, like people no, are you're, buying you're, like your six seven figures. Right. And then they have this other one that that's the we talked about it. It's the 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 world right, and it, and it's mapped. It's like Google Maps, and you can buy the actual place. Like this this land is in there for sale, right? And you can buy it, right? Right. Crazy, it's, yeah, it's yeah, because they know that eventually that's where eyeballs are going to be, right? It's so it's just of, like of the real life. World. It's like buying billboards on Trap and Eastern, but you're just buying them in the. It really the is metaverse. like it really is going to be like Ready Player One. Yeah, you saw it, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you see it? I saw the preview. I haven't watched the movie. You now. have to yeah. watch it. Like first of all, it's cool. You'll appreciate it because if you were somebody that did you, you used to like video games back in the day, right? Oh, so like if especially if you used to appreciate video games, yeah. Number one, you'll enjoy it because back in the day, you always, you know, we always imagined what if we were in the game doing right. it. So it's really, it's actually very cool. Um, but number two, you get a real idea of what the metaverse is like. I mean, that is the that is a replica of what it's going to become. I played the first video game, Pong. Pong, yeah, of course, yeah. me ding, too. Ding. And Tetris, ding, ding. Pong, and then in television. Do you remember in television? Te- yeah, ColecoVision and ColecoVision. Yeah, yeah. Mario Brothers, right? Commodore 64. Mario Brothers on Tetris, Commodore 64. On Game Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was it, Pac-Man, man. Pac-Man. I was a Pac-Man I, junkie. And I heard this guy talking about it today. He said he's selling his PS5s, these brand new ones. The disc and no disc, right? And he's like, I can't even play the game it came with. What did it come with? I don't even know, but oh. I'm listening to him as I'm getting my hair cut. And he's like, "It's I can't even get past the intro page. Really? I mean... Us playing video games now compared to uh, uh, what, what, right. what is that? What do I do? Where are the yeah. buttons? And you can give it a you can t- give a five year old a, a controller and, and they can just automatically do it. Or you see like a four year old and on on just an iPad, they know how to they just <laughs> instantly know how to do it. It's so you weird. Gotta, you got to hire all these guys for your startup. Yeah, <laughs> five year old, six year old have a daycare, put them to work. Right? Yeah. child labor. Interesting. That's funny. Well, I'm excited though for the new year. I think it's going to be a. I, I mean, my goal is to hit the. I have a number in mind. Do you have a number? Not mine as far as revenue. Yeah, and and you have yeah. a business goal. I missed this year's number, but it was still a great year. In that, in that, awesome. Yeah, because you shop for the the, the moon. Shop, you hit yeah. the stars and hit the moon. I shot for like five times what I've averaged my right. whole life, uh, and I was like, I'm. I want to go. I'm gonna see if I can really. Uh, you know what? You'll do get it. it. You'll and, do uh, it. Raise the yeah. bar. I was on track. It was going good, but then we. John is a. We John is a little bit, but it's okay. John's a bar raiser. It's okay. Just like yeah, you. I like it's it. It's important, and even if you miss it, you miss it. It's no, but it's not the was end of the world. Was it your best year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was my best year. Yeah, it was my best year. Yeah. Let's do it again. 2019 man. close second. 2020 was 2020 was decent considering. Yeah. Um, 2019 was 
like my best up till then and this was better mine too it yeah. went like that and took a little dip yeah. now it's for sure like my 2022 based just between like what i've been doing and then once i really start to announce what's going on with the public company that's going to take me from uh, that's what i will say is like and again people won't believe it till they see it but whatever that's going to take me from like where i'm at now and it's going to put me up there in the seat of the elites mm -hmm. um way up there um once this stuff goes out in the open yeah we've talked about um, some of the conversations he's he's for real and there's no doubt about it and i and my my greatest win when he wins my greatest i don't how do i put this I will gloat in the fact of the people that were the naysayers about Sean. Mm -hmm. I live for that because yeah. he's a good friend and a yeah. colleague and I want him to win. But when I see the people that doubted him and he doesn't even have to tell me who they are. I already know who they are. Cause when I see people and the way they look at somebody, you know, we've been yeah. around a long enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I guess motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I see you look at Sean. Like you think he's full of shit when he wins. I'm just going to smile. Yeah. And you're going to sit there. Oh shit. He did it. Like yeah. when he got his Bentley. They, they, they thought he was... Bro, they like, thought it was drug dealing. They thought he was drug dealing. No. And then some people thought... He, literally, like, the first day, I'm, I'm rolling in the Bentley, and I, and the thing is, when I bought it, I, I didn't even drive it for the first, like, five days. And then once I did, literally people were asking around, like, how the fuck did Sean buy this? Did he, is he drug dealing? Like, what the fuck's he doing? And I'm like, motherfucker, if I was drug dealing, you would probably be one of my clients. Right. you do drive right. <laughs> That's the point. The yeah. people that said and that are if I was drug dealing, I'd have had this Bentley a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 and then other people thought he rented it for the day. Oh, wow. But the thing yeah. is, is that it's that those individuals, their mindset and association of the people that assume that yeah. they all are at the same level. Yeah. They're, they're hustling in the negative world. Well, the thing is, like, yeah. one of the things that I got taught a long time ago um, from one of my former mentors, he was, is, he's worth um, nine figures. He's worth about, well, now he's worth about 400 million. Wow. Um, yeah, he's up there. But, um, one thing that I learned from him before he actually, before I even had the opportunity to uh, to have mentorship with him, he had said something. He said, "Anytime you go into a room where there's people operating in business, whatever it is, mm -hmm. look for the one person that's doing something different than everybody else. Not just their skill set, but walks different, looks different, talks different, is isolating themselves from most people, and has a certain attitude about them that might look like arrogance." But it's really not. Pay attention and see and what what is that person doing and why are they like that? More than likely, something massive is going on under their sleeve that no one knows about, and those are the people to watch out for because those deme that that demeanor is what you want to emulate. Mm -hmm. And you know that's the that's the part where people have, um, you know, how confident they have underestimated what I've been doing under the radar this last year. Like all the only thing, only people think that people know about is, is, is my, my coaching businesses. Right. Um, you know, and, uh, I always said like, I just keep my head down. I stay in my lane. I'll step out of my lane if I have to, mm -hmm. if you force me to, I have a few times, um, you know, and go as hard as you can. And all that time. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, mo everyone who people who do doubt me, do know the amount of hours that I that I put into my day, but right. they don't think to my they don't think to themselves, where's all these hours going? Right. Like yeah, that's the weird thing. It's like, it, come on, guys, if he's up at two, <laughs> I mean, just like what I don't do you play think video is games. Gonna... I don't fucking eat right. shit. I'm not fucking around. I don't. I'm not lazy. I don't waste time. Obviously, I'm I'm operating just by seeing me for an hour. You can tell that I'm operating at a different pace and a different level. Where else would those hours be going? Right. And somewhere within, um, I'd say at the latest by 
by middle of the year, dead smack at the six month mark is where everything will bloom and, they'll, and people will be like, mm -hmm. where did all this come from? Yeah. And I was like, it's the shit that no one was paying attention to for the last year and a half that I've been telling everybody. Like, just get ready. Yeah. And uh, you too. Let me, let me teach you and educate you and coach you on how to how to take your life to a different level. It's funny how you talk about naysayers. It's like there's two types, right? There's the ones that like, they, eh, yeah, he's not gonna. Do it. And then there's ones that like they're almost secretly or sometimes even publicly rooting for you to fail. Oh, right. yeah. It's like it's past not. It's past like not believing. Like they singing. Oh, you know, he's doing X, Y, and Z. Eh, you know, it's really tough. I don't know. If he's gonna but be able to make it. You're past that. It's way past that, right? It's like it, it can be like where they actually want you to fail. Friends, so oh, yeah. to speak. But, but that's where people fail in itself is that knowing that when you guys win, I win. Right. If if I win, you win. We all totally. win together, and we all elevate our game. See, I got more motivated just by being on this podcast today. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, shit, he's got a fucking business plan. I got to hurry up. John's going to be. And it's it's competitive in your own nature, but in sure. a fun way. Yeah. And it's like, well, I want to be a part of that. I want right. I want to be a part of this. And, right. And it's like, okay, I got to get to the next level, and it's 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 fun. Yeah. But to see. If you fail, we fail. Right. In a lot of ways. This studio could fail. Right. We wouldn't be here. Right. John, you know, Sean, we're, we're here because this is an awesome place. You're great to work with. Good guy. And you have great ideas. Sean, I met him at the gym. And he's the only guy at that one gym that had the mindset of somebody that I admired that was doing something. Mm -hmm. And he didn't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Yeah. You know, David Goggins, right? I don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. And so he, 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 he's great. Um, and, and so Sean's talking to me. I'm like, this guy's got something. I want to I be around him. Yeah. Not to feed off of him and suck like a mooch. Of course. But to, to feed off his success and his mindset. Yep. Because it elevates my game. Yep. You know, if, you know what I mean? If you want to be great, be around impact players. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know what's funny? Just because I've been on backup for a second, just because you mentioned Goggins. Um, and I just talked about this in my post this morning, too, because yesterday, Rogan and Goggins just posted a clip um, in an interview that Rogan's doing with Goggins. Um, about how people will go onto Goggins' Instagram and his social media, and there'll be the haters that say, This is unhealthy, right. you need rest, you need to recover, da da da. And I'm like, I literally like soaked that in. I was like, Dude, that's my everyday fucking life that I'm listening to stupid right. people telling me what I can, can't, shouldn't be doing, and all that nonsense. And he's like, Listen, he's like, Motherfuckers, like, don't come into my space right. and tell me that I can't tell me that I should rest, tell me that I should get more sleep and I need to recover and all that bullshit because if you want to take, bring that shit over here, take it somewhere else because I'm going to fucking block you mm -hmm. and be off. If okay. you, now, if you want to get on, get, in get on board with the community, you want to live hard, you want to get to a different place, jump on right. and let's all support each other. But if you got something to say that's negative because you don't believe in the things that I'm talking about, then don't fucking come in here and start right. preaching something, something different. Yeah. And I mentioned that today because that's all I've heard for the last two years is it's, it's unhealthy, it's going to rot your mind, um, you're, you're never going to be able to rest, you're not going to recover, you can't be a body, but like all the fucking bullshit that I can imagine. And it's like, listen, I have, I have a whole lot of control with my stress management. I'm healthy. I take care of myself. I stay, I stay positive. I read books that actually feed, feed my mind, not just on the thinking process, but that actually make my brain repair itself. Mm -hmm. um, Cause that's the, that's one of the, um, that's one of the results of reading effectively and aggressively. And I don't surround myself with stupid people where I just have meaningless conversations. And all th those things 
where you can separate yourself from being in toxic environments actually does make the difference of whether you sleep two hours, four hours, or eight hours. I sleep better in my four hours, or three hours for that matter, two and a half hours last night, better than most people sleep in eight hours because I fuel everything properly. Why, why and I know how to check myself. Like as soon as, as soon as that PMA, that positive mental attitude starts to deteriorate, I'm aware enough to catch it. And if I have to, like I'm either jumping on the, getting on the floor and doing some push-ups, I'm gonna open my book and start reading a couple pages, or I'm gonna go look at something I've done for a client and boom, switch gears right away. So I have full control of my stress management. And I don't know why people feel the need to not stay in their lane. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't mind haters. We all need haters. Mm -hmm. It helps the algorithms, right? Mm -hmm. But before I moved here, I literally, I wouldn't say lost. I gained by getting rid of people that were always making condescending comments, pessimistic mindsets, yeah. and not staying in their lane. Who yeah. are you to tell me how to raise my family? Who right. are you to tell me how I need to build my business? Who yeah. are you to tell me how to... And it's never the ones that are winning. No. No. <laughs> Ever. And, then, and, and it's the guys... It's the, Ever. It's the guys that are at Amazon, and it's like, dude, you're a fucking Amazon. Yeah. I'm not impressed. You right. have no life. Yeah. You work 80 hours a week. Your laptop's attached to your, to your way. Well, I, I get good benefits and stock. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You, I, Amazon... You're a slave to your job. Yeah. You're a slave to your job. Yeah. And you're sitting here telling me how to raise my kids. You don't yeah. even have a fucking kid. Right. And so I, I, oh, boy. I yeah. you know, and, and the guy uh, that makes 10 million a year never says that. he just do it, bro. Get no, it. No, this is, this, <laughs> right? is, this, is a this is a friend of mine and, and he, he probably wouldn't even watch this. He's, he's LA and I, we, we don't even talk anymore. Cause I kind of, I said, dude, you don't, I understand. No, you don't. You don't have a kid. Yeah. You don't understand. You're telling me what I need to do with my money, how to run my business, run my life. Yeah. And you're working for fucking Amazon. Right. And, and, you, and, I, yeah. and, and this all ended when I said, hey, everybody's starting to bail yeah. out of L.A. Yeah. He's like, oh, those are nobody. I said, no, you know, the market, this and that. Joe's leaving, blah, blah, blah. And he would make fun of my podcast, yeah. my other one I have. And I just said, look, man, he, you know, oh, you're not going to. And I moved. Yeah. Vegas, and then he started getting silent, and then I, my business, and, I, and my game, I got around Sean and other people, and I elevated my game. I took my mindset to a new level. Yeah. And now I can't find the guy, and I honestly, I messaged him, not to throw his face, say, hey, bro, how's it going? Yeah. No response. Yeah. But it was one of those guys. Yeah. I always tell people, if you have to ask for vacation time, don't give me any life advice. I don't want to hear it. Right. Yeah, if you have right. to ask for uh, you know to take an extra long lunch, so well said. I don't want to hear well said. any life advice from you. And you know what's you know what's <laughs> right? funny about that? It's like, dude, you know, we're not playing the same game. We're in different games. You know what's funny? Even when I do vacation, which is rare, yeah. I still work. Of course, I have it's to. It's a nicer environment like, to like, do it. Think about it right now. Right now would be the best time to go somewhere, but it's fucking yeah. cold everywhere. Yeah. Bahamas is right. nice though right now. Is it it's so nice? Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it hurricane season? Uh, no, not yet. Not really. Not yet. Bahamas? Babe, yeah. Bahamas? Yeah. Have you, been, have you been in the Cove? Just go to Atlantis and stay at the Cove. It's like the nicest part of Atlantis. Well, remember, I couldn't leave the country for 20 years. Right? Now I'm oh, able, right. now I got to go get a passport, right? <laughs> right. I got to let this guy out. But I'm, I'm actually, speaking of, I'm actually getting ready to plan an Aspen trip now that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. But I, I want to go this summer, but then it's like yeah. summer, I'm so busy with yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I'm looking at my chops. There's another 50K, there's 100K, there's 30K. And it's like, I like warm weather. Mm -hmm. I'm not going somewhere right now. Oh, you can go on a cruise in Alaska. Why would I want to be in the cold? Yeah, no. So anyways, but, but to your point, um, you know, haters and, and all these naysayers, I'm glad that, that you guys look past that. Yeah. I'm, I'm in your corner. Yeah. I support you. I want to see you both win. I know you're winning. I'm excited.
because I have some something else I can be involved with with positive people. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a family and friends deal. Sure. Uh, it sounds like mobile phone family and friends. Does count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gym membership. Yeah. yeah, family and friends. Yeah. T-Mobile and Sean's project that he's working on. Yeah. Um, you know, I yeah. think I think I know what he's doing. I'll tell you, what, he's building transformers. Optimus Prime, ten thousand square foot. I wouldn't I mean, doubt it. Know. It makes sense. Starting to add Autobots up. transform. Yeah. Starting to add up. <laughs> Decepticons. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I know we're running out of time here. We got, but we got a few minutes, but you know, it's um, it's just a fucking wild time to be in life right now. Yeah. And you, so you much to, opportunity. There is, man. Like, I don't know how people like aren't jumping on. And the thing is, like, people that think like, oh, I'm good making ten thousand a month. Like, no, dude, you're not. Like, inflation's gonna fuck your ass up. Right. Like, what do you mean? Ten thousand right. a month is barely making it. You know, ten thousand. And that's if you're in like, and that's if you're in, you know, um, uh, a state that has that's that's that doesn't have taxes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're in LA, you're or San Francisco or somewhere. You're you can't ten thousand a month is probably like. You you couldn't live in LA, no way. You can't live in Seattle. My my yeah. monthly overhead right now is ten thousand. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. John's yeah. like, shit. Mine's like, oh, yeah. no, I'm yeah. Yeah. over there. Yeah, over there. Yeah. It's like, what did I do? Yeah, before you ever <laughs> like, get up out of bed. Yeah. Oh, so you know, you know what's <laughs> yeah. crazy is, and then taking care of mom on top of it. You yeah. know, like, like yeah, Elon Musk is about to pay the highest level of taxes ever in the history of uh, of the country. He's his taxes this year are they. Uh, mentioned it, it's eight billion dollars. That's him, not his company. No, right? that's him. Yeah, yeah, it's his company. That's, yeah. that's insane. And you know what? And then you got those same motherfuckers that are like, oh, fucking tax them more. And it's like, Dude, what do you mean oh, tax yeah. them more? I like, wish we had more that, time. That that eight billion dollars is yeah. about to do is is is. Yeah, I wish we had more time. We, we got to talk about that next more. time. But you know what's what's also funny since I just mentioned that is, yeah. did you guys see how our new president just increased the height of the um of the nation's debt? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like to some like yeah. to some additional trillion print, dollars. Print more money. Yeah. And our inflation's going to double digits on on loans and houses now. It's it's happening. It's already been assigned off. It's We're gonna see interest rates go double digit. That's crazy. scary. Glad we got in when we got in. Except but you know what to say at the same time when that happens, the market that's when the market starts to tank. Yep. Like, and then oh, and then and then all, the all, 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 all. I'm just getting stressed out. <laughs> you see his face? He's like, "Fuck you, Sean." Fuck. You want to sell your house? Yeah, I was on an I don't. No, no, keep it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> there goes that equity. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know about getting that pool now, but. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, like one of stressing one me of, out. You know, one of my your, it's your girlfriend wanting the pool to stress you out. Yeah. No, I was just yeah. You know, one of my one of my biggest goals with just acquiring a significant amount of wealth. I think I said this in the podcast we did with all four of us with Byron is because um, I still get asked this all the time, like, why do you want so much wealth? And my number, I'll say it out loud, I don't care. Like my my number, like I'm not slowing down until I hit the hundred million dollar mark. Like that's that's the number in my mind. And the thing is like when people ask me, what do you want to do with that kind of money? It's like, well, number one, yeah, I want to do some things for for third world countries. I also want to make a change and go on the offense of saving exotic animals from poachers. And if that means mm. I gotta hire a fucking clan of hunters that go hunt hunters, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make that happen. Um, but on top of that, um, I want to be in that position where I get to offer and put my friends in a position where they can make six, seven figures where they would not get that anywhere else. Right. Nice. Um, and by putting them in a position where they can be something, a part of something with 
my with current company or starting businesses and put them in a position where they can make yeah. an exponential amount of money, change the rest of their life. Yeah. And that to me is actually more inspiring than my that. own personal goals because yep. like that's going to happen regardless. But how can I help people that I truly love and care about yeah. to really go up to that level and elevate with me? Yeah. That's that fires my ass. Totally off. agree. That for me is like that is worth all the fucking hours that I put in yeah. to working my ass off. Yeah. Agreed. That is that is that's gold. Yeah, right there. Helping your friends, serving others, impacting people's lives. The only difference is, as we're closing this up, is I do those friends that I give that opportunity to. Like I expect them to perform at the level that I'm performing at. Like right. that's that's that that's that's the gift in return you can give me, is perform at your highest level. The possible. Michael Jordan expectations, right? Yeah, yeah. The Tom Brady expectations. There's a reason why those guys win. Because they, they demand it from the team. They yeah. demand that work ethic. Do your job. Yeah. And putting in yeah. the hours to so that you can do it at in the, the gym later. You, might, you right. might not be as good as me, but if I know that you're giving me your absolute best right. and I can keep teaching you and educate you how to I'll keep getting it. better and better, I'm good enough with that because by that doing that, we're all going to win together and right. that's, that's mm. enough. Yep. Um, I like it. Good deal. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, that was actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like doing these. I know. I do too. I'm in. Um, Every week. Dabber, close it up, man. Close it up. <laughs> I was just like sitting there staring at me. Like, like I was talking ass. to you. Hey, yeah, you open this mess now. Close it up. <laughs> <laughs> now you know the rest of the story, yeah. right? There you go. Uh, so if you definitely, here's what we need. We need people to hit the subscriber button and, and the notification indicator, right? We're trying to grow this channel. If you like what you've seen, share with your friends and family. And definitely, you know, add some comments. You know, this is a, a, a fairly new channel. We've been working on this project for a while, but we want to grow it. Like, hit the like button and follow us and, and you know, stay with us. And we're on uh, Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. I, I, George, are we on other podcasts now? Stitcher. Stitcher. And yeah, no, those, those are, the big are the three ones. major ones. Yeah, yeah those those are the YouTube, obviously. YouTube, yeah, you know, that's, that's, on YouTube. That's, that's all we ask for is is share the show. If you find it funny, if you find a little bit of value out of it, if you think anybody could benefit from it, um, just share the show. That's all we ask. And um, as we and as we grow and evolve this show, um, I just had an idea. I think maybe the three of us for the next time we do one, but maybe like three or four days in advance before we do it, um, let's just put it out there and. Taking as much Q questions as possible. I like that. And let's okay. do a full episode yeah. of Q and A. We should I love do it. A, why don't we do it live? We could do it live. We could. You know, I, we sure. don't have a lot of followers right now, but it's growing. Yeah. But I think if you put it out, we there, can do both. We could. He we puts could, it out yeah. there, and like four days prior to, yeah. we could ramp up, and we could walk into an episode with 30, 40 questions to ask. Yeah. And we'll we'll get to. We'll pick it. We'll obviously don't ask stupid questions, please. Um, but obviously, we'll answer what we can. We'll go into order of, of, of best and. Yep. As it goes down the line. I like that idea. I, I, think, I yeah. think that'll just, that will help us bring you guys more value um, and help you guys out with whatever's going on in your life. Right. Absolutely. And bring right. Vanessa on here and Iris and. Yeah. That's what they really want to see. Yeah. We're going to watch the show every week. Yeah. You really impacted my life. <laughs> All right. We're All right, out. Guys. Stay strong. Thank you. Yeah, definitely need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we could book some, uh...